0: I would like to preface this divret Torah by stating that in no way do I intend to be prejudiced towards girls or baby girls. I have three lovely daughters who I love and care for endlessly. In fact, I ask that you hear until the end and you will see that indeed it's the woman herself which the Jewish nation learns and feeds from. This week's parashah, Parasha Tazriya Metzorah, opens with a law of a lady who gives birth to a boy. And the Torah tells us that we circumcise the child at eight days. Then she is ritually impure for seven days. But if she has a girl, she is ritually impure for 14 days. So seven days for a boy, 14 days for a girl, obviously leads us to the very big question, why? Is the Torah prejudice against women? Why double the amount of Uh, days of impurity it seems to be unfair there was this very big rabbi named the tzeror hamor who wrote a perush on chumash which should be more widely read he was a huge chacham from spain who lived at the time of the expulsion his name was rabbi abraham saba and his perush on chumash is deep and enlightening with beautiful gems on the chumash So he's the one that asks the question, why a boy 7 days and a girl 14 days? He brings a Gemara in Maseche Nida that asks a question on this parasha, which is why did the Torah have to state that a woman need to bring a korban chatat, a sin offering, after she gave birth? What sin did she do by getting pregnant and giving birth? If anything, if she was going to bring an offering, it may be a korban todah a thanksgiving offering, that would make the most sense. Why does she have to bring a korban chatat, a sin offering, in addition to the korban ola, which is a burnt offering? So there the Gemara answers in the name of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, and he says that when the lady is going through the difficult pain of labor, she actually jumps and makes a swear, an oath, that she's never going to be with her husband again. After all, it's his fault. He's the one that got her pregnant. And she brings a lamb as a korban ola because the burnt offering atones for bad thoughts. She was thinking of this in her mind. I'm never going to be with my husband again because of what I'm going through. And then she brings the dove as a sin offering because she actually verbalized it. I'm not having any more children. I'm not letting you come near me. This is enough. I can't take the pain. It's too difficult. It's too burdensome. There's too much um, uncomfortability. And I can't can't take this anymore. And therefore she brings a korban chatat. But he writes that after all the pain and suffering of labor, then it depends what actually or which gender is born and it's known that if it's a boy then all of a sudden things are forgotten and immediately she's happy because a boy was born not sure why that is but there's a certain happiness in the mishpacha when a boy is born maybe the legacy of continuing the family name but there's a simcha more than a girl when a boy is born Uh, In fact, she wants to return to her husband immediately, to have another boy. But Hashem knows what's in her heart, and that she said she didn't want to go back to her husband. But because it's a boy, and she regrets it, and she feels a little bit remorseful, it's only a seven-day impurity, again, because she regrets it immediately. But when she gives birth to a girl, on the other hand, the nine months of suffering and sickness, she's in a state of sadness. She's doubly upset. And and therefore she doesn't have a quick regret on what she said. She keeps the oath and she's I'm not going back to my husband. And the Torah, therefore, knows her attitude, and therefore the impurity, the time of impurity is longer because the regret is longer. But nevertheless, we know that she does go back to the husband after the girl. So What is the reason, what's the ultimate reason why she goes back to the husband after the girl? What changes inside her that makes her go back even after many girls? There's a huge chidush brought in the Gemara in Masechet Yevamot that states, more than the man wants to marry, the lady wants to be married. It's in her nature. She craves companionship. This is learned from Chava, in fact, the curse that God gave to Chava after causing her husband to eat from the tree of knowledge. The Torah tells us in Parashat Pereshit, Your desire will be to your husband. The word Teshukatech is slightly different than Ta'ava, than a desire. It's to teach that even though she suffered through so much pain, and she knows that the husband is solely responsible for everything that took place because he made her pregnant. Nevertheless, there's a teshuka. There is this crave, belita'am, a desire that can't be explained. Otherwise, why would you go back? Why would you love him again? There's another word in Hebrew called cheshek, like teshuka, a desire that you can't explain logically. We see this from the story of shechem. Shechem had an attraction to Dina, Yaakov's daughter. And the Pasuk writes uh, that Chamor tells Yaakov and his sons, Shechem beni My son Shechem has this crave to be with your daughter. Why use this word chasheka? Why? Because there's no reason. Chamor is saying, I don't understand why he's attracted to your daughter. Here in our cities, we have prettier girls, we have nicer girls, we have wealthier girls. It must be a cheshek. David HaMelech writes in Te'ilim, Ki bi chashak va'afaleteu asageveu ki hadashemi. The Jewish people serve God. There are two ways to serve God. Some people only serve God when they understand Him or understand the mitzvot, the why, the how. That's the lowest level. It's a level of ki ki hadashemi. But there are people who serve God with cheshek, without any question. Here, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees people who serve God with cheshek, without any questions. Afaleteu, he saves him from all dangers. So the nature of the woman, when she's on the birthing stool, with the childbirth pangs, she's yelling inside, it's your fault. But nevertheless, she wants to return. In the end of the day, she wants to return, and we can't explain it. If this didn't exist, then every family would have one child, if it's a girl. Because the girl the, the, the mother wouldn't want to go back to the husband. If it's a boy, okay, you get a bonus one. But Hashem created the psychology in the woman, in the curse of Chava, that the woman desires to go back with her husband after the whole ordeal. Then, the Tzor Amor quotes a perus from Rabbi Yosef Kimchi that's unbelievable, which he writes, at the end, if I wrote this book just for this perus, for this explanation, it's all worth it. What does he say? He quotes a pasuk in Yeshayahu, Hashem batzar pekaducha. When we're suffering, we pray to you. When we're in the midst of difficult times, we look up to you, Hashem. We know that all suffering and afflictions come from God, divinely orchestrated. Yet, instead of getting angry at God, having claims against Him, we look at him and we pray to him. The reaction should be the opposite, should be the polar opposite. If we're suffering, we should be rebelling against God. But the Navi is predicting that there's going to be troubles to the Jewish people. But yet we are praying, we're not rebelling. Look at the next pasuk in Hashem." Like a woman... With, ch- with a child approaching childbirth, screaming and yelling, Tizak bechavale'a. she screams and says, I'm not going back to my husband. Eventually, it subsides, and she goes back to her husband, even though the husband is who caused all the trouble. So to us, we go back to Hashem. Why? Because there's a cheshek, a Tishuka that we come back to God. Not only that, she goes back to the husband with bigger love and affection, same with HaKadosh Paruhu. There's more troubles? No problem. More prayer. More attachment. Harinu chalnu kemo yaladnu. <laughs> we were pregnant. We were sick. Is as if we gave birth to wind. Meaning what? What do you mean we gave birth to wind? When you give birth to wind, lo'alenu, it's like a miscarriage. You see, the lady who gives birth goes back to her husband at least she has something. She has something tangible. She has a child. There was a Yeshua, a salvation, a baby go- boy or a baby girl, something she can show for all this pain. But when Hashem brings affliction to Am Yisrael, there's nothing to show for it. It's like a lady who, God forbid, gave birth to wind, to miscarriage. All of the troubles, do you know what brought us? It brought us more troubles. Yeshuot bal na'aseh We've won no victory on earth. Rabbi what an amazing idea, what a great musar that we can learn from this. The Jewish people are like the lady that gives birth. She has a cheshek. We can't explain the relationship between us and Hashem. Logically, it makes no sense. What Hashem has done to us over the last 2,000 years, how much sarot we went through, it doesn't matter. We still turn to God. We still perform the mitzvot. We're never going to leave you. You can't take us away from yourself. It's a huge musad in our time, our people, our community. We're in a moment of great sa'ar. We're still in the moment of great sa'ar. It's been over a year. Nobody knows anything. The doctors don't know. The government doesn't know. Nobody knows what's going to be, what's going to be tomorrow, what's going to be the next day. And every day we hear worse news and worse news. What are we going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to look to Hashem, we're going to continue praying, and we're going to give Zoom Torah, and we're going to give our Dafyomi, and our classes, our online classes, and when we have an opportunity for Minyanim, we're going to keep on going to the Minyanim, 30%, 15%, 20%, whatever it is, we're there, and we're coming, and Hashem's looking at us, and he's saying, wait a second, what's going on here? What What's happening? Don't they know that I'm the one doing this to them? Don't they, don't they know that I'm spinning them in circles? I'm smacking them upside down and we're still going to keep Shabbat and we're still going to keep Pesach with all the mitzvot and we're still going to keep Shavuot with all the restrictions. All the mitzvot are the same. Mi Yisrael. Who is like the Jewish people? They're giving birth to wind. Nothing to show for it. But it's a cheshek. It can't be explained. The same desire that that lady had to her husband, after all the pain and suffering she went through, she goes back to him. When you read this panasha, and the story of the lady that gives birth, and the aftermath, that she indeed has more children, and that she doesn't hold a grudge against her spouse, even though she knows it's her husband's fault, therefore the Torah comes, a very timely moment. We are here now. We are sticking with you Hashem. We are not going anywhere. Wishing you all Shabbat Shalom.